Oh, welcome to Everyone Eats, a podcast by two guys who like, or in some cases, love to eat. I'm Joe Huizinga. He's Rob Petrillo. Rob, how are you? Hey, buddy. Do you I'm miss good. those uh, you? famous words? I, that was, it was just, yeah, it was great to hear hear the intro again. And by like famous, her. I mean just made up off the top of my head one day, and now uh, they'll live on for dozens to hear. <laughs> it's good to be back. Oh, I couldn't be happier. How's it going? How are you, buddy? Yeah, good, 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 man. How are you? Well, do you, do you want me to gripe and complain? I I I have inflicted pain upon myself. Um, what happened? Yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> I, I every Wednesday I I meet up with a buddy of mine and we go and grab food. And right. lately, the habit has been we eat at his place because we don't want to eat out. You know, people are in general disgusting, even though we're both vaccinated. You know, a lot of people aren't. We try to be safe and cautious. Yeah. And sure. lately when I eat at his place, since that's like the one day I allow myself to really pig out, I eat a ton of carbs and I fall asleep on his couch. <laughs> well, I woke up and everything was fine, but then... Well, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Where did you guys go to eat? Where, what are these, where are these carbs coming from? Oh, so this week it was uh, June House, uh, one of my top two favorite pandemic discoveries. Yeah, I don't know about this place. Please explain. It's a Chinese place. Uh, it's just quick takeout. They have tables, but you wouldn't want to eat there. Uh, it's around, I'd say, like 64th Street and Bell. 64th Street. Okay. There's a Dutch yeah. Bros right there. They're in the, they're in like a strip mall with a Dutch Bros. And there's a, a breakfast brunch place. And then there's like a, a sports grill. There's a dog groomer if you need to get your dog groomed. And there's like a barber. And I think there's yeah. something if you want to get uh, get high, too, or smoke something. Oh, oh, perfect. I mean, a dispensary and a, a Chinese spot right uh, next to each other. That's pretty I don't ideal. know that it's dispensary. It's like one of those, like, hey, we've got all the supplies, everything but the weed type oh, stores. Oh, okay. So it's just a smoke shop. Sure. I, I've i never smoked it, so I don't really know all the hip terms. That's why I have you here. Okay. All right. So we're eating uh, bad Chinese food. No, the we're best Chinese meat. food. The best oh, okay. Chinese food. It is great Chinese food. I get the sesame chicken most of the time when I go. I've experimented with the menu, but yeah. I've settled in on the sesame chicken, and I usually get uh, the vegetarian spring rolls, so they give me two spring rolls. And it's enough food for, I'd say, two to three meals. And I, of course, make it one because I relive my glorious fat days. Sure. Sounds great. And then I oftentimes fall asleep when we're either watching uh, Jersey Shore Family Vacation or Dateline um, or some sort of sporting activity that we'll throw on the TV. And all was fine until the next day. Like, I, I drive home. And I wake up the next day, and my back is kinked, and I know I just fell asleep in a weird position on his couch. Oh, yeah. That'll and it. It, it's just, I'm fine, except for if I move certain ways, and I can't really describe how it is. But it's not like the middle of my back. It's just one side. And put your hand in your back. It's like one of those places where you can't really reach. So yeah. when I try to put the... The uh, the fixer of the back, uh, what's the name? Biofreeze on my back. I can't quite reach the spot where it's happened. I can, but I can't like massage it in really. So it's really given me issues. Well, I, I was just going to say, have you thought about going to just get an actual massage? Uh, I, I've thought of that, but I'm, I don't really do that. I usually... Just... I just, just go back to the Chinese restaurant and have one of the nice ladies mm, there walk on your back. She'll nice. probably fix it. I usually just kind of play through the pain until it goes away. All right. It's not the smartest plan, but it's it's a very well, Joe plan. I mean, you're putting weird creams on it. I feel weird like... Weird creams? Biofreeze is not a weird cream. <laughs> I mean... What what could possibly I've I've never used a bi, it's biofreeze. Yes, it's great. It powered me through a marathon. Okay, but the, I feel like this is a little different. 
this is you ate too much Chinese food and fell asleep pain. This isn't a, a marathon pain. So maybe it's just, very similar, you know, though. It's same kind of concept. It's like, you know, sprains, aches, old man, woman. Yeah, but feeling. isn't the biofreeze just to like kind of help you deal with the pain? It doesn't really get rid of it. Correct. Correct. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. If you went to like a massage place or whatever, they'd probably get rid of the pain. They wouldn't just lather some weird chemical cream on your back and send you back to the Chinese restaurant. So says you. <laughs> Have you ever gotten a massage before? I've gotten like one or two free ones at work. I've never paid for one in my life. <laughs> no, I mean like our, like work would hire a company to come in and do it. It wasn't like uh <laughs> I know. A host would Look, walk up behind me find, and give me I, a rub. If I find you a coupon, would you go get a massage? I guess. <laughs> I'm 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 big on giving them. I'm not so big on getting them. Oh my gosh. Weirdest response ever. Okay, well, I'm sorry that your back hurt from eating too much Chinese food. Are you I, gonna be okay? I'm I'm just being honest. Yeah, I'm I'm fine. I'm pushing through. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm sorry to hear How that. How are you? Tell me about you. Um, yeah, I'm good, buddy. I, uh, I'm just hanging out, man. Nothing really going on. Um, I get my second vaccine shot on Wednesday, so I will be fully vaccinated here in a little over two weeks, which is exciting. Pfizer, Moderna, what are you rocking? I'm going Moderna. Okay, I'm, I'm Pfizer. Cool. Yeah, I know. I'm a little jealous of everybody who got Pfizer. I was hoping for Pfizer. Didn't luck out. Um... But Moderna seems to be a close second, so I'm just going to kind of let it slide. You're not AstraZeneca. Uh, You're doing good. Dude, I mean, that for sure is the one that nobody should get, right? I mean, I feel like I keep reading stories where, like, people's skin is peeling off after they get that I vaccine. think the clotting thing is a little overrated with that. I think most people are fine. But seeing as the U.S. paid for a bunch of it and is now shipping it to Canada and Mexico, <laughs> yeah. that, that tells me a little something. <laughs> yeah man it's a little sketchy i don't know i'm i'm happy with my moderna um i do have to drive up to prescott to go get it so you know a little bit of a mini road trip to go get vaccinated but it'll be nice to get out of the house considering i basically haven't left in 13 months so um i'll take the drive up there and uh you know yeah that's about the only exciting thing i got going on um, I, I no, that's not true. You've got a new podcast you launched with your good friend Mo, who you used to do radio with. I've listened to a couple episodes of Mostalgia. <laughs> that is true. Um, but if you're listening to this, then you know about that too, because it's all on the same thing. So. Yeah, but some yeah. people might not listen, so plug away. And you, and right. there's certainly people who listen on the Out of the Hat uh, platform. Oh, that's that's true. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just Google, I don't know, go on my, go on Instagram. You're really selling it here. Good job. (laughs) Mo would be so proud. Just go, just, you'll find it. If you care enough, you'll find it. Um, Amazing. That's that's about it. Yes. New podcasts. um, And yeah, I mean, nothing, man. I don't know. I have a food recommendation for you in Prescott. You do? I do. Okay, let's hear it. Have you been up there many times? Um, well, I went just about a month ago to volunteer <laughs> to get my first vaccine shot. Yeah. So, and um, so I that, think maybe I went up one time before that, years ago, maybe, but not really. There is a place called Rosa's Pizza. It's very close okay. to downtown. Yeah. And it's legit pizza can i get slices or do i need to like take home a whole pie um usually you kind of order by the pie i mean you could just get an italian dish too but they might give you a slice and i mean you could get a small and just you know eat the whole dang thing i'm guessing (laughs) like uh, joe style i wouldn't be against putting an entire pizza on the hood of my car and just eating it in the parking lot. do it i'm not against that all right well what's it called the roses pizza yeah I'll check it out. You, if it's close you definitely to where I'm should. going, I'll definitely go. Well, it's Prescott. It's not like Phoenix. Everything's close. I guess. I don't know. I feel like the place that I had to go to was like 
kind of, I don't know. I guess I don't really know Prescott that well, but I'll check it out. You should. Sorry, can you tell I'm eating? I can tell. Yeah. yeah. So, well, when I'm a freak and I do this intermittent fasting, I have to slam my meals in when I can. Okay. And, uh, you know, you and I agreed on a time, and I was running late, and so I just threw something in the microwave here real quick, and I'm uh, trying to slam it while you talk, and you caught me with a big bite there. So <laughs> I'm- uh, It's all good, buddy. Hey, you got to eat, man. I'm Don't living worry. it up. I'm eating some uh, cauliflower rice and chicken. Sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. I uh, I roasted an entire cauliflower yesterday. Yeah, see, you Ever- do amazing things. I I'm pretty proud of myself because at 2 a.m. I got a wild hair up my buttocks and I decided I'm going to air fry some Brussels sprouts for the first time ever. How'd they turn out? I haven't eaten them yet, but I threw them in with some vegan meatballs and I'm going to eat them during the week. We'll see. Wow, look at you. Vegan meat. Where'd you get the vegan meatballs? Grocery store. Fries. Are they just like the frozen aisle? Um, They were in with the meats and whatnot. Just like the, not the deli meat, but like- Oh, are they like- Like hamburger and steak and all that. Is it like the Beyond Meat stuff? It's like that, but it's it wasn't Beyond Meat, but it was, yeah, one of those, yeah. Not frozen, though. No. Interesting. No. I didn't, I've seen like recipes online and stuff to make vegan meatballs, but I haven't seen- Anything in the grocery store that wasn't frozen, but that's cool. No, they were right over there. Um, I definitely recommend just, uh, I just buy a giant organic cauliflower and I just cut it into like big chunks and I just cover it in olive oil, salt, pepper, and a little bit of garlic powder, Mm. put it in the oven for like 45 minutes. It is fantastic. Let me tell you. So can I make another recommendation to you? (laughs) Sure. And if this starts playing audio, I apologize. I'll do something about it here. Um, So this is not in Prescott, by the way. This is Mm -hmm. here in the Valley. Have you ever been to Chino Bandito? It's so funny you say that. I had somebody mention that to me maybe like a week ago well they're moving so that's probably why that could be what was brought up i don't remember what the conversation was exactly so they've been on diners drive-ins and dives a bunch of times they're at like 19th ave and greenway and they're going to be moving to bell and third ave near the winco foods up there which i know is a bit of a haul for you but some weekend if you want to go let me know and we need to go and review that place i've been once and Mm -hmm. Um, I want to make sure to get this right. It I would describe it as Chinese, Latino, and Jamaican fusion. I only know about it because they used to advertise on radio a lot. And I just remember hearing commercials or like radio personalities talking about it or something. So they describe themselves um, as not at all here. Back to homepage. Uh, awesome. Okay, great. <laughs> Way to go, Chino Bandito. Um, as of Friday, March 19th, Chino Bandito is now open for dine-in. Yes, I know. I went there for dine-in. Um, so they don't really have a good... Disc- okay, about. Here we what go. Did you get, what did you get to eat? That's the, the thing that's kind of weird there. It's very difficult to order. They don't make it simple. Um, I got... And again, they... This is very weird here. I got carnitas... And I got the jade red chicken, and then I got some beans and rice, and they give you a snickerdoodle cookie. Wow. And they just throw it, like, in a tin, and it's all right there for you. And I know that that's not really a amazing, like, flowery sell, but it's delicious. <laughs> so their about section here says, Chino Bandito Takey Audi was founded in November of 1990 by Frank and Eve Collins, husband and wife. The blend of Mexican and Asian cooking styles and flavors came about from Eve's Chinese background and both Frank and Eve being native Arizonans. But there's definitely a kick of Jamaican in there, too. The original store was only 1,000 square feet, seated 16 people, was modeled after those hole-in-the-wall restaurants that Frank and Eve love. As soon as they realized that people wanted to stay in to eat as opposed to taking it out, they expanded the restaurant year by year, 
Now they have a 5,000 square foot place that seats about 150. In the fall of 05, New Times awarded them local eatery we wish were a chain. So, yeah, they're delish. Yeah, no, I've heard great things. And somebody mentioned them to me, actually, like I said, a few days ago, or and it came up for some reason. And yeah, I've been hearing about that place forever, but for some reason, I just never checked it out. We'll definitely have to put it on the list. Once, uh, once your boy here is fully vaccinated, we'll have to start doing some sort of food touring, try taste testing, something. Dude, we can just um, get it and carry it out, too. I mean, I ate it there, but yeah. the ambiance of the place, it really is, it's... I mean, imagine eating in like a a pit. <laughs> That's basically what it is. It's not like a glorious dining place. I mean, there's no yeah. reason not to take it to go. But the food is top notch. Yeah, I would imagine it has to be if they've been around for 30, 30 plus years now. That's crazy. Um, have you ever heard of a place called Cherry Blossom? I have, but I've never been. It's on Camelback and like 7th Street. It's like right off of 7th Street in Camelback or yeah, around there. Um, maybe like 10th Street or something, 12th. I don't know. But they kind of have that, that kind of like same kind of vibe. It's like this really weird place. It's like a ta- it's also like attached to the uh, Kyoto Bowl <laughs> that's next to it. But it's got the weirdest menu I've ever seen in my life. Like you could get a legit like chicken Alfredo or you could also and then like a side of sushi like it's like this weird Italian Chinese restaurant (laughs) yeah like Chino Bandito like you walk up and it's not just like yeah I'll take a number one like yeah you can like you I ordered the Bandito combo or whatever it is and then you're combining two of these numbers and you get rice and beans and you can get one meat and a quesadilla. You can get it put in a burrito. It's it's very confusing, yeah. but it it's good. I probably didn't even do it right because I went with a friend who'd only been one time, but it was it was tasty. I feel like there's a lot of good spots that for some reason they just can't figure out how to make ordering simple or easy or sometimes they like there's always those restaurants that like make it difficult on purpose and it's like part of the charm. Like uh, like a Pat's cheesesteak in Philly, it's like if you screw up the order, they just send you to the back of the line. Like that's just like part of the <laughs> weird Philadelphia charm. Lovely. Um, what's I, that? I said lovely. Yeah, and but of course, I mean it's totally worth it. Have you ever had a cheesesteak in Philly before? I've heard of Pat's. I don't think I've ever had Pat's. What's the yeah, other Pat- famous cheesesteak place? Because there's an like a rival of them. Yeah, so Geno's is the yes. rival, and they're like catty corner to each other. So they're just like you know staring each other in the face, and uh, yeah, it's a whole thing. But um, they're also similar to where like the menus like kind of crazy, and like I said, if you screw it up, it's like this whole thing and whatever. Hmm. But um, how do you course, screw it up? Just, well, because there's you got There's certain ways you got to say it. Like it's it's like mm. uh, it's like the soup episode of Seinfeld. Like if you order wrong, they just send you to the back. Mm. Um, but anyway, um, Cherry Blossom is probably the weirdest restaurant I've ever been to in my entire life. And I used to go there a lot. Sometimes I'd feel kind of sick afterwards, but like I, I still always. <laughs> You're loved really it. upselling things today, <laughs> dude. It, it was just like the weirdest place. Like. Sometimes you'd walk in and there would just be like a table with that they were just like selling banana bread on. Nice. And you're like, okay, okay, I can get I can get some banana bread. I can get some sushi. I can get you know some pasta. It's just the weirdest. I hope, I hope the pandemic didn't kill that place. So when I think about place that I would feel sick a lot, but I would still always go back to that was yeah. Dave's Doghouse in college. Have you ever hey, been to Doghouse? Is that where is that? Well, so the one that I went to was the one that was right on ASU's campus. It was. Um, it's like that. Is it like that really like tiny like charbroiled yes. kind of place? Uh huh. It's kind of down yeah. by. Um, yeah. No, that place is amazing. It's down by. Gosh, why am I blanking on the name of the burger place that's just down on University? Um, um, it's been there forever. On university? Burgers on university. 
by ASU. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of it. Chuckbox. Oh, that's okay. That's what I was thinking of. I was thinking of Chuckbox. No, what are you talking so, about? Dave's Doghouse. It's hot dogs. I don't know if I've been there. So Chuckbox is amazing. And I've never yeah. felt sick at Chuckbox. There is oh, okay. a real tiny place. And I think they've expanded. So they've got a few different locations now. Like they'd grill the buns for the hot dog. And love that. I don't know. Every time I would eat the hot dog, I just felt like I was going to throw up. But yet every couple of weeks, I'd be like, yeah, Dave's Doghouse, sign me up. And I'd go back and eat it again. No wonder I weighed 260 pounds. Well, sure. But, you know, you were in college during this? Uh, well, during most of it. I've eaten it <laughs> since, but not not with that yeah. kind of regularity, yes. I mean, I think you get a pass for constantly eating hot dogs in college yeah, thank you, know, you so much as an adult so what did you want to get into today i mean we've we've kicked around some you know light um, and fluffy well, banter got... to kick things off and i can mention my vegas trip there were a couple lovely eats that i went on but uh, i want to get to your stuff yeah no i definitely want to hear about vegas and i mean i don't have a ton of stuff but I, there was one or two like funny food stories that i thought we could at least discuss briefly um i popped open my good friend the internet and i saw two here that i thought were interesting yes so i mean my favorite story food related that i've seen so far in the past like week or two is and i don't know if you saw this but there is a story going around right now about about a mafia fugitive did you see this? A mafia fugitive. I did not. So there's this dude who I guess is in the mafia, and he somehow was able to escape and, uh, you know, leave the United States. And for some reason, he thought it would be a good idea to start a YouTube cooking channel. Oh, boy. <laughs> So the headline is Italian Mafia Fugitive Caught in Dominican Republic yeah. After Police Find YouTube Cooking Show. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Usually when you uh, are wanted and you put yourself on video, it's uh, not a good way to stay hidden. The alleged gangster's love for Italian cuisine and tattoo ink made his arrest possible um, thanks to the Italian police. So... <laughs> Um, let's see here. After seven years on the run, uh, he was tracked down through a YouTube cooking channel. He started with his wife. Um, he kept his face out of the videos, but apparently he still had a bunch of like hand and arm tattoos. I just love the fact that this guy's like, I was in the mafia forever. God knows what this guy got away with. They didn't have Some tabs on the wife this whole time. Maybe, maybe he met the wife. After? In the Dominican, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and the dude escapes seven years. They can't find this guy. And for some reason, he thinks, and I, I mean, I, I want to know, like, how many views. I'm trying to find, like, the odds. Did he have, like, a successful YouTube channel? Like, I bet he there's did. Gotta be, yeah. I don't know, man. I feel like there's so many. But I just love the fact that this dude got caught because he had to make a YouTube cooking show. Mm -hmm. um, that's, that's the breaks. 53 years old, he'd been living in the, the Dominican Republic for the past five years, and police said he had been keeping a low profile during his stay in the Caribbean, uh, besides the cooking videos posted to the internet. Um, he was known to locals as simply Mark and kept his distance from the Italian community. Uh, 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 police told NBC News that authorities had never stopped searching for him and had recently turned to open source intelligence. Alerted by his wife's YouTube activity and armed with the knowledge that the fugitive had previously worked at a restaurant in Italy, uh, police discovered the cooking videos and realized they had their man. Uh, the search ended last week in Boca Chica, where he was then extradited to Italy and landed in Milan on Monday. Hmm. Uh, the channel was started earlier this year, but is now no longer active. Oh, that's a bummer. See, I wanted to check out the YouTube channel. Um, 
yeah, I don't know. That I just that was the fun the fun headline for the week for me. Um, I mean, just the the fact that this guy was probably in the mafia for thirty years and he gets pinched through YouTube is just really peak twenty twenty one news. For yes, me. it is. Yes, it is. Um, let's see. I had one other thing. I, I got uh, one I can drop on you here real quick. Sure. Yeah. Let's see. So that. it's just a quick hitter. So yeah. sadly, this is not here in the Valley, but yeah. Chick-fil-A is testing. You tell me how you feel about this. How do you feel about like somewhat out there milkshake flavors? Chick-fil-A in the Salt Lake Valley. So this has to be Utah is yeah. going to be testing out butterscotch crumble milkshakes. And and I'm sure that that's fine. But this goes back to my whole rant of like, you know, spring training food and baseball food and and I opened an article just now to see what the D-backs are doing new. Because, like, the D-backs are always like, oh, come eat our Fruit Loop dog. I mean, who doesn't want Fruit Loops on a hot dog? It's going to be delicious. Like, why? I, I get it that we like new things. And yeah. I, I'm actually pro this new thing. I think butterscotch crumble could actually be delicious. But why do we have to try out there bizarre, wacky things to see if they taste good? Don't you just inherently know Fruit Loops and a hot dog is going to taste like trash? I bet your Fruit Loops and a hot dog doesn't taste that bad, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not eating it. I bet it's actually it sounds kind of good. And I'm usually against it, too. But now that I keep thinking about it, I'm also not a milkshake person. So I feel like this this story is really just not going to land with me because I probably haven't had a milkshake since I was like seven years old. And mm -hmm. that was probably the, the first and last time I ever had one. Um, but I am the complete opposite of this. I love the experimenting. I think how else are we supposed to grow and common and create, sense, create common sense, new menu items? No, no. Like Fruit Loops plus meat does not need to be a menu item. Like, <laughs> no. Sweet. I mean, it's clearly just for, like, a headline. They just want to get attention. Well, now, see, this, like, what what's going on at the D-backs, they're going to, uh, there's a restaurant down there that's going to incorporate 505 Southwestern Green Chili, grilled chicken, nacho cheese, and bacon. And they've got, like, some tater tots on there. They're also partnering with, is it pronounced Dan Zeeson? How do you pronounce that dairy? Danzison Dairy. Oh, uh, I have no idea. I'm They're going to have a, it. and I know you don't like shakes, but mint chip stack shake. I mean, I get the appeal. That sounds like it was probably really good. Poblano cheesesteak, a beer cheese bratwurst, the ultimate bacon pub burger. Uh, Gadzooks, all sound amazing. Gadzooks enchilada and soup is going to join the lineup Ooh. with two locations down at Chase Field. That is a very, very solid move on the D-backs part. They're going to be serving up double-layer beef nachos, festival tacos, cheese quesadillas, and other Mexican dishes. Sound, this, uh, sounds amazing. Well, we got to go to a D-backs game then. I would love to. Uh, the I still just... at cut... Oh, sorry. I, That's a good one. The, the computer, it just has a mind of its own. I don't know why it does that. Um, Award-winning distillery, the still at Cutwater is another newcomer to the ballpark. So, yeah, we've got all sorts of stuff. Um, what is the name of this first one, though, New Times? What are we doing here? They post a lovely picture looking for the 505 Southwestern Green Chili. But I don't see a name of this place. Maybe it's just a Stephanie Tilder, the stadium's senior executive chef. So maybe it's just at the regular just Chase Field places. It's not like at a restaurant booth. Okay. How hard do you think it would be to try and get the D-backs chef on the podcast? We don't, we know we know anybody. Think we can make that happen? I I know some people. I could try to get uh Stephen Tilder, Stefan, S T E P H E N, the stadium like, senior executive chef. I feel like we could grill them and really get to the bottom of all these crazy well, uh, food items. We can't be mean to them. But yeah, this well, no, this I has tater tots in it. I mean, it it I I would argue Tater tots go with any meat product. You go tater tots plus meat plus some sort of sauce, that's a winner every time. Potato, meat, sauce. You can't go wrong. I th Potato goes with everything. No, again, 
you got to be careful when you go cereal. Like cereal plus potato, I question well, sure. that decision. I, I look, I, uh, fine. <laughs> I no, but, agree with that. I'm just saying Fruit Loops and a hot dog doesn't <laughs> sound terrible. No, it does sound terrible. Well, now, would I really eat it on a dare? Sure, I would eat it. On a dare. you If somebody put that in front of you, you would eat it. There would be no dare. But I'd involved. never order that. I'd sure. never be okay. like, you know what? I'm going to take a toucan Sam's uh, beef burrito. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I agree. It wouldn't be the top of my list. Um, I was lucky enough to go to a taste testing a few years ago um, and try out the entire new menu items for the D-backs. And there was definitely some things on there that I tried that I liked that I probably never would have ordered on my own. Mm-hmm. But sure, if somebody just was like, look, I bought I, I, I bought everybody a Fruit Loops hot dog, I'm going to try it, and I'm probably going to like it, and I'm probably going to eat the whole thing. Sure. Um, really quick, going on the cereal kick. Yeah. Me and Mo discussed this a little bit. Oh, where did you discuss I, it? I wanted, no, not this, what I'm about to bring up. Uh we discussed no, I was this, trying I to give to br- you a cheap opportunity to plug Nostalgia again and have you really undersell it. Oh, yeah, And you fine. did just uh, that because you're like, eh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> no, not that. This. Um, we discussed talking about cereal. I'm sure you saw the uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch fiasco on Twitter. No. You didn't see that? No. God damn it. See, Joe, this is why you're the best because there could be... A, 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 an extremely odd viral story that goes on Twitter and you just have no clue. You know that I'm a, a current <laughs> events guy and in general, I try to stay away from social media for a lot of other stuff. Now, there's some things that I just happen to see, like, you know, if it's some moron walking into a store not wearing a mask who gets punched in the face, I'll probably see that. But sure. no, what happened, the last Cinnamon Toast Crunch news that I saw was gosh maybe a year or two ago when they came up with that uh, with that new type of cinnamon toast crunch where it was it wasn't like the squares yeah um it was oh gosh why am I blanking on it but I did oh, I think I know go ahead go ahead no but I didn't like it. it it was it was close but it was not as good it was like French toast crunch, but it wasn't that. I'm blanking on what it was. But what what well, they is did the... like a, I think they, didn't they do like a churro? Yes, that was it. Yeah, didn't like That's... it as much. Yeah, I tried that too. It was it was whatever. Yeah, it just it tasted fine. like cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah, but not as good. No, not as good for sure. So there's this guy on Twitter who posted a photo of a box of cinnamon toast crunch. Okay. Oh, and... the shrimp. There you go, bud. You do know what I'm talking about. I do. I didn't read deep into this. I I saw it. I'm yeah. convinced the guy was lying. See, it's so interesting you say that because a good chunk of the internet also feel like he made it up. Because I saw um, something about like he taped the bag. The bag seemed to be open and yet he insisted he found it that way. It's like, mm. I didn't see that, but... A few people got on Twitter who knew the guy and were like, this dude's a sociopath. He lies about everything. There's a 100% chance he made this entire thing up for attention. Um, But, I mean, look, shit like this does happen. I mean, things do get into, things contaminate other food products in factories all the time. I mean, that's just part of the business. Mm -hmm. Um. I posted a photo on Twitter. I think I've talked about it on here or somewhere. I had a buddy who was drinking a bottle of Coke, and there was a dead mouse in the bottle of his Coke bottle halfway through. He drank half the bottle until he saw a dead mouse. You saw it firsthand? Oh, yeah. Held it in my hand. Saw. I have photos of it. I put it on the internet. I'll send it to you. It's fucking wild. What? So hold on. So it was a <laughs> can of Coke? No, it was a bottle. A bottle. Like a 24-ounce bottle. And there was a dead mouse in it. Correct. The mouse clearly was crawling around the factory, got sucked in, went went inside, whatever happened, was sleeping in the bottom of an empty bottle, and 
it was going through the factory and it got filled with coke sealed shut and shipped out and my buddy bought it at the gas station drank half of it and then was like huh feels kind of heavy there's like a little banging going on at the bottom and then kind of tilted it and got into the light and there was a dead mouse i am seriously stunned right now because that you is had, just dude, disgusting that happens, that's not that's not that crazy of a thing no but i it's not like you i couldn't open up where i'm at right now and yell down the hallway and ask hey anybody find a mouse in there coke <laughs> i mean that's a pretty crazy thing totally i, I mean agree. i've heard I, of it happening but sure. it's revolting Never. i mean the, the grossest thing i've ever seen firsthand my mom and i were eating at this breakfast place back in michigan and it was it wasn't like a chain or anything like that it was just a small deal and yeah. my mom's eating and she finds a huge horsefly in her pancake and i mean that's right. that's, that's not gross, that but... but that's not mouse level gross and i oh, was yeah. with a friend another time who found a shard of glass in her drink which is like See, that's i mean fun, so, now yeah. like that's not a mouse but that could seriously that could cause you to have surgery if you swallow glass uh yeah yeah that's insane um i'm trying to find the photo i'm going to send it to you right now but um yeah dude i, I it happened to him just like in the afternoon and then i saw him later that night he like had people over and he kept the bottle, obviously, just to like show people. And I was exp like, I, I couldn't believe it either. I was like, blew my mind. I was freaking out. And of course, it happened to my one buddy who like just does. He just it didn't even like he didn't even it didn't even bother. He didn't even think about it twice. He's like, yeah, I don't know if I feel sick, like I'll go to the hospital. But like, what are you going to do? Like yeah. that, his reaction was just like, yeah, what do you, you know, it happens. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. When I would have gone in completely, I think he called the gas station and told the gas station. But like, I get what uh, what are you supposed to do about it? But I would have I would have lost my mind. I would have gone insane. Um, all right, I just sent you the photo <clears throat> to my um, phone or email. I see it. Whoa, to your, to your, to your phone. <laughs> that, yeah, dude, that is in crazy insane. And yeah. this happened right in front uh, of you. Yeah, dude. I, I mean, I, it was just like it happened to him. I, and then I saw him a few hours later. And he, he again, he didn't even tell me. Somebody else. I saw him. We like hugged and we're like catching up. And we're just, you know, I think it was like a party or something. So there was a lot going on. But he didn't mention it. Somebody else mentioned it. And I had to go back and be like, you have a fucking Coke bottle with a mouse in it? And he's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Like, what? I'm like, what the fuck? So ridiculous. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, I mean, stuff like that happens. My dad actually found a giant cockroach in a, in a soy sauce bottle when I was a, like in high school or something. That That's um, yet another reason not to eat soy sauce. <laughs> and again, same thing. He was just like, yeah, what are you going to do? I threw out the bottle of soy sauce. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the end of that. when the stuff happened, happened to my mom where she found the big bug in the food, yeah, I'm pretty sure they at least gave her meal for free and brought her some new sure. stuff. But I don't think they gave our whole meal for free. I don't think mine was free. And well, I mean, how much control do you have? A fly is going to fly into things. Like, that's going to happen. It wasn't the, just the like a fly, glass. buddy. It was a big fly. I mean, it, it was one of those big sure. suckers. It wasn't just like a fly, which would have been disgusting. And sure, it can happen. But, yeah. I mean, that's one of those things where... I would say, yes, I get that that could happen, but if somebody's cooking that, shouldn't they be watching? I mean, wouldn't you see a big fly land in food? And You would think so, but right. at the same time, food in the kitchen, man, is just flying around. No, no pun intended. I mean, the glass uh, thing, I actually, well, it's scarier. I actually think that is a little more innocent because, again, it's glass. You You can see right through it, and you might not even pick up on it. Now it wasn't oh, the, a huge the glass piece. Thing is crazy dangerous. But I if, would be super pissed if you make like the you know like you know okay symbol with your hands and you make like the circle. Yeah, it was about that size, the circle size piece of glass. It was a chunk. I'd be furious for sure. 
Yeah, I mean, she was more freaked out than anything, and I remember the waitress was like, was like really spooked too, of like, of oh my course. god, I could have killed this lady. So totally. Um, I actually, I forget what it was. Maybe it was a toothpick or something. Uh, when I worked at Whole Foods years ago, this guy was like on his lunch break, and he was like eating chicken or something, and it had like a half a toothpick in it, and he swallowed half the toothpick and that was a mm. whole fucking scene but um all right so anyway so twitter kind of went a little crazy because this guy posts the photo with a, like a, it's like a shrimp like, tail and a whole bunch of cinnamon toast crunch and it looks like the shrimp tail has the cinnamon on it yeah there's like two or three shrimp tails kind of covered in the cinnamon there's like a piece of rope and then there's also a bunch of cinnamon toast crunch uh, with like all these black dots on it, which just look like it looks like a mouse or a rat probably was like nesting in this bag of cinnamon toast crunch and probably shit all over the cinnamon toast crunch and was hiding, you know, shrimp tails and rope and whatever else you could find in this bag. And then the rat probably went out to go collect more stuff. And then the bag got sealed up and shipped out. See, I just don't buy it. Do you think it's legit? Dude, the stuff like this happens all the time. I for get sure. that it happens, but people also make stuff up all the time too. I get that, but I just don't think because, dude, this thing went viral. The New York Times did a full fucking article on it. Okay, like, it it went full on viral, and it helped because the guy is a relatively I wouldn't say he's like super famous or anything, but he's a successful dude. I think one of the main reasons it went viral was because one of the first people to comment on his photo was Seth Rogen on Twitter. Hmm. So Seth Rogen's got a couple of million people following him. They see him post about it. And then I think the photo probably just goes viral from there. But so you believe got a bunch him. Of, what's that? You believe him. Yeah, I do. I do not. It just it's just there's just no way you're creating something this viral. You just, it just, that's just not how it works. That's not true. That's the definition of viral. I mean, stuff no, just goes viral. Stuff goes viral, but it's because of a, a million little things like all of these things that have happened. Correct. You, he, but you, you can't create that on your own. I just don't think he could, he could have done that. It's just too weird. It's just too strange. And again, Stuff like this happens all the time. I guarantee you there's a million other people on Twitter who posted photos of weird shit they found in their food and whatever, and it just goes unnoticed. The only reason this blew up was because this guy's got famous people who follow him and who commented on it. He's also married to Topanga Lawrence from Boy Meets World. Danielle so, I mean, Fischel? Yeah, buddy. Loved that show. Big fan. Topanga. So, I don't know. Urgh. It's It's super weird. Of course, but... And just because I mean, you're famous does not mean you can't be a huge liar. Like, no, this, Of course. I, I don't think he's he's not capable. Of course he's capable of lying. I just don't think this guy was like, all right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to get a bag of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. We're going to get some shrimp tails. We're going to cover it in with, cinnamon with coating. And then we're going to... Dude, he would have to have like baked it. Like it looks like he would have. He, was he in his kitchen? But didn't like you say people say that he did stuff like this? Did what? Didn't you say that there were people out there who said he was like a serial well, so liar? He had like some people from his past and like some like angry ex girlfriends and stuff basically say he's like a sociopath. So uh -huh. it's like, sure. Again, I don't. I'm not saying the guy probably isn't a total fucking dick douchebag. I just don't think he was fucking creative enough to come up with something that would go this viral. That's all. I am in the other camp. This is this is why we You're make a great combo. You're giving this guy way too much credit, dude. He's no, a fucking I'm not giving him credit. I think he's a he's huge a loser who was like, hey, I wonder if I can get some attention today. And he, and he throws some shrimp tails in with his cinnamon toast crunch and tries to freak people out. I don't know, buddy. I know. I think... It's a, it's a, that's, I guess either, either one is weird. It would be just as strange for him to try and come up with something this create, this random and creative to get some attention. I agree. As it would be for, and then I, I talked about this too with Mo a little bit, but I love the idea 
that there's also just a guy who works at the Cinnamon Toast Crunch factory mm-hmm. who just sits there and eats shrimp while he's like packaging up cereal and he just happened to drop some shrimp tails in a box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I really hope that guy exists. And that's how this all happened. <laughs> that, that would be the best st- end of the story for me is that there's some guy named Carl who takes his lunch break and or couldn't take his lunch break that day and had to eat his lunch while still working the the uh, you know the 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 cereal aisle and he's packaging up cinnamon toast crunch and just you know a couple of uh uh shrimp tails just slipped into a bag of cereal. When did you talk about this with Mo? Because I, did you do it on the podcast or are you talking about like off the podcast you two were just no, hanging no, out? No, no, we we talked about it on our Patreon episode. Ah. Uh, Okay, so now you're yes. outing me. I have not subscribed for the Patreon, but I have listened to... The, well, <laughs> well, you didn't okay. listen when I talked about Vegas, so I I will throw that right back <laughs> at you. And I don't have a fancy Patreon, so... Well, we have a Patreon. I'll plug that. You, you guys <laughs> have talked about that on your non, uh, non-Patreon non yeah. episodes, how you wanted to get Mo on Patreon doing her Frogger workout. Yes, I know. And that reminds me, I still need to make sure she posts that. But uh, yes, we uh, we did start Patreon. So if you want to hear extra bonus episodes, they are up on Patreon. And again, you could if you care enough, you could Google it and find it. But um, <laughs> such uh, a hard sell. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think again, I think it's just there. If if this guy was able to come up with something that got this much attention, he wouldn't be a fucking dorky third mic on a radio radio show now granted it's a popular he was on a popular radio show but that's beside the point i respectfully disagree (laughs) hey that's fair enough man i mean a a lot of people seem to think it's fake and uh i just feel like you're giving this guy way too much credit to 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 assume he could come up with something like this that's fine but uh either way of course the internet is incredible and there's a ton of videos of people getting very creative. I saw some guy um, basically um, break down the cinnamon toast crunch and create like a cinnamon glaze that he poured over um, shrimp that he made. And it was he basically made like a five star meal. No, with, sounds terrible, too. <laughs> with cinnamon toast crunch and, and shrimp. I'm actually not a big shrimp guy at all. Are you shrimp a shrimp fan? Um... I'll eat them, but I'm not, like, huge into it now. Yeah, see, I got a buddy who, whenever we'd, like, go, like, take a trip or whatever, if we, like, rented a house or whatever we did, if we had a kitchen and we went, like, grocery shopping, he would always buy the giant freezer bag of shrimp tails. Hmm. Shrimp tails of just shrimp. And that would be, like, his meal for, like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the whole fucking weekend or whatever. And I don't know. I just, I can't get into it. I'm not the biggest seafood person in general. I'm just like not, like I'll eat a piece of fish, I guess, once in a while. But um, yeah, you and I are kind of similar there. I've actually, this is probably going to upset you. Yeah. I've never had lobster in my life. <laughs> That doesn't upset me. I don't think that's that crazy. No, not um, not like it's crazy, but I, I've never had lobster. Uh, yeah. I don't do scallops because my mom got sick twice off of them, and she's convinced she's mm. allergic. So yeah. if mom's allergic, like, it wasn't just, like, sick either. It was, like, three days of puking for her after scallops twice yeah, from brutal. two different places. Yeah, I mean, the only thing is, like, there's... Growing up, there's like a lot of like uh, Italian dishes that are based around seafood. Yes, that my dad would make. Um, so I mean, I grew up eating a lot of that stuff. I think maybe that's why I eat less of it now as an adult, is because I had a lot of it. I as love a, kid. a good calamari. You consider that seafood? Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's but, delicious. Yeah, no, it's it. Yeah, calamari is great. Shrimp is fine. I mean, I just it's whatever. I mean, dude, a good lobster roll though. I mean, if you find a good lobster roll, you really shouldn't turn it down. I just have never tried it. You would love it. You would absolutely love it. It's it's it's. But again, it's like I feel like lobster is one of those things that like you should eat, have like on a holiday or like special occasion twice a year. Yeah, it's there one of those things like you don't eating... want to get when you go to like the Luxor buffet cuz it's probably not very good. No, I remember being a kid going to the grocery store and 
I feel like they don't really have these anymore, but they would have the giant fish tank filled mm-hmm. with the live lobsters. I always loved that? looking at those. Yeah, as a kid, I I loved it too. And then you slowly realize that like dad's taking it home and just dunking Cooking. it head head first into a boiling pot of water. Yeah, <laughs> and you're just like, ooh, not <laughs> ideal. Yeah, no, I I want to try lobster. The yeah. only thing that's really deterred me is like. A, the price is usually pretty expensive, and at this point, I've never had it, and it seems like that's one of those foods that there is work that goes into eating. Like, it's not just like, yeah, yeah I'll just have a little bite of lobster here. Like, you got to you gotta do work to, to do it. Well, sure, and that's why I say, like, if you could just get, like, a lobster roll, just do, like, a lobster roll, or, like, a lobster mac and cheese is always really good, but, again, it's not, like... It's not one of those things I feel like everybody you have to eat or like you should ha- try or whatever. But um, seafood in general is just it's tough. It's not for everybody. It's 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 I don't know. The whole thing is. And then again, going back to Whole Foods, I used to work at Whole Foods and I used to just have to work. Sometimes I'd have to work the seafood counter and just days of just gutting fish and just pulling guts out and just cutting things and eyeballs and it's just not ideal i can imagine (laughs) yeah i mean look some things the, the, the best thing i could probably say have you ever had like an ahi tuna bowl like fresh tuna um, I've had fresh tuna I, and not, I don't know that it was specifically ahi tuna. Yeah. So dude, I mean, again, that's like one of those things I would, if you're going to get anything, I mean, Whole Foods makes a good ahi tuna. I think if you go somewhere where you're going to get fresh seafood, like if you ever take like a vacation to Hawaii, mm-hmm. for Never sure, been. get like, you for sure get like some fresh tuna, but again, I don't know, whatever. Anyway. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That was my big one. Shrimp tails in Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I think it happened. I don't think it should have been a New York Times article. <laughs> I think that's kind of insane. But the internet is a weird, weird place. And uh, I'd much rather get shrimp tails in my cereal than a mouse in my bottle of Coke. That is for sure. I would agree. Yeah. Do you want the uh, Vegas update? Yeah, let's hear Vegas. We got, uh, let's do, uh, what do you, you got like a, can you do like a top three, top five favorite meals? What do, we, what do you get? What do you got? Well, I didn't eat that many meals. We rolled up on Thursday and we rolled out of there by Sunday. But I can give you. You didn't eat five meals from Thursday to Sunday? No, but I can't give you like a top 10 because again, we only had a I couple. I said top five. Well, I don't know that I could give you five. <laughs> Um, okay. So top top two. And we a half. got there like okay. Thursday afternoon. I had like one meal, and then right. Friday I had like two. Saturday I had like two. Sunday I had one. I could give you five, but then if I list something at five, people are gonna think, "Well, that sucks." It's like, no, it's amazing. All right, I think you're overthinking it. But just go ahead. <laughs> How about top three with some honorable mentions? Let's hear it. Number one, definitely not everyone eats friendly, but the creme de la creme. I went yeah. to Carbone. Okay. Um, a friend had given me a gift card about a year ago for 100 bucks to eat at Carbone. That's and right. And uh, lovely pandemic, the card started being devalued after 12 months. So I had like ninety. Wait, what does that what does that mean? It, the the it, like it's it goes from a hundred to ninety eight dollars. They take two fifty off every month. What? Yeah, even that during the pandemic, no exceptions. So welcome to how casinos make their money yet another way. So I had ninety five dollars left on a one hundred dollar gift card, yeah. despite the fact I had not used it. So. Uh, when we were staying at the Aria for a couple nights, I my buddy was out doing his basketball thing where he was working, and I didn't want to eat down at the restaurant by myself. I just, especially at being Vegas, even though I was vaccinated, but I'd heard you could order room service. Yeah, we talked about this on the last yes. episode. So I wasn't sure if it was true or not. Turns out it is. Like, conveniently, yeah. the guy who I asked at the front desk at the Aria didn't even know. But I got up to my room and I just looked it up on the iPad there and I did it. So I got a tortellini, 
which was like again, so it's carbone pricing here. It was like forty bucks. Yeah. And it was delicious. Uh, I don't remember the name of the potatoes, but the potatoes, they bring you this big thing of potatoes that I ordered. They were like 20 bucks or so. They were well worth it. And then they just bring you this big tin of bread. And I'm sitting there by myself in my room and there's six pieces of bread. I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll eat all this. So I put down (laughs) all the bread too. So after room service and everything, I used up the whole gift card, but it was well worth it. So Sounds fantastic. It was amazing, and I would happily go back and eat there in person with someone. It was great. Ideally, I, I mean, a lovely I do, lady. I do enjoy a good room service meal, too. There's something nice about it. I've never and done especially, that. Especially if you're in a nice hotel and you're just, like, comfy and you don't want to leave the room. If you could have a good meal just brought right to you. And usually those places have good room service. Yeah, I've never done it before, but they so they yeah. they charge like a fee to, you know, bring it to the room. And sure. room service in general is jacked up usually. But that oh, yeah. was great. Uh second place I went, I think I'd also mentioned to you, was inside the Circa and it was called Saginaw's. Yeah. Um one of the owners of Zingerman's Deli has branched right. out and runs this deli inside of Circa in Vegas, the new downtown hotel that has like the swim up uh, outdoor pool and all that fanciness. And uh, that was amazing. I got a Reuben there. It was really good. You get chips. They give you a pickle. That was great. What kind of chips are we talking about here? Like you just get a bag of chips or are they making their own chips? Uh, They were kettle chips. I'm not sure if they make their own, but they don't give you a bag. They're like on the side of the sandwich, so I'm guessing gotcha. they make their own. But it's not just gotcha. like a you know a wimpy chip. It's a sure. It's, yeah, it's a, a good, good, chip. good hefty chip. Yeah. And again, the meal was expensive. It was probably twenty five bucks, and you know you're that's getting a bad. sandwich. And most people are going to be like, "That's a lot for a sandwich." If you wanted to, you could make the sandwich at least two, maybe three or four meals. Yeah. But I was a pig and I ate it all one meal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm not against making a sandwich two meals. I think it's possible, uh, definitely depending on the size and well, stuff. Well, it's tough but, in Vegas where you generally don't have a fridge, but... Yeah, just eat the whole damn thing. I did. I did. I I did not... You know, I, I wouldn't even say I'm on a diet. Like, I've made lifestyle changes at this point where... I just kind of eat what I want when I want. And when I go to Vegas, I'm going to eat like a pig. And when I come back home, I'll eat better. Um, so I think that's that's the way to do it, man. So that was amazing. I really wanted a breakfast buffet. And yeah. the crappy thing was there is one hotel out there that had started doing buffets again. It was the South Point, which is just, it's like three miles south of the Strip. And it's like a locals casino. But they were only doing lunch and dinner. And their buffet is up and running, and it started breakfast the Monday after we left. And they're doing it where a server brings you the food. And I totally would have paid to do that, but they weren't doing that. So number three, I am going Joyful House. It's the uh, Chinese place up there. Top-notch food. Um, there's, there's bizarre things about Joyful House that I do not understand. Every single time I go in, there is a left side and right side of the restaurant. They have never once sat me on the left side of the restaurant, and I've been there at least a dozen times. Did, they, we, did we talk about this? Do you have like a theory that it's like good looking and bad looking people? It's, it's, I believe it's Asian people get to sit on the left side, and the pathetic whites so they're, they're, get they're sat on the right. segregating? Yes. I, I do believe that, and and it's fine. I 100% keep going back. I just want to be able to sit on the left side once just to say I did it. They did sit me in the middle one time, and yeah. I felt so close to being elite. Alas, I was not. <laughs> um, so I get the sesame chicken there, too. That's where I learned all about sesame chicken and how amazing it is. Uh, we got some calamari. We got some uh, egg rolls. We do it up big there. That was a great meal as well. Honorable mentions, Pizza Rock downtown. Uh, very good. That They've got the sweet sauce, which I recall you saying you didn't like a sweet sauce in your pizza. Not a big fan of this. It's, it's, not, uh, it's not my favorite, but so I, I get it. It was really good. Um, and then Blueberry Hill, the breakfast establishment, was yeah. tremendous as well. What do you get? What'd you get for breakfast? I got a skillet 
with some mushrooms, some green pepper, a couple different cheeses. They throw some ham in there, and they bring you like a huge blueberry muffin that's like the size of your fist. Love a blueberry muffin. So good. Um, well, that sounds great, buddy. I don't know if there was anywhere else that I really ate. Um, yeah. I, I honestly, that's why I didn't want to do like my top five because I think that was about it. I I love to just pick a new place every time I go and discover something new. Yeah, and it was really good. And then what? Really quick, just like how did you feel? Like what was it like going? You know, vaccinated, new world, Vegas. Like how did how did the whole thing feel? So. Weird, because inside the MGM properties, there is plexiglass everywhere if you sit down to gamble. Yeah. And um, I'm very happy because I won money every thing I did. Won money on blackjack, won money on sports betting, won money on pie gout poker. Uh, it. Finished up with all three. Now, like, it wasn't like I was like, yeah, three grand, kicking ass. I walked yeah. away up like 200 bucks total. Uh, But it was enough to pay for my food and for my stupid gas, so it was great. Um, But it was – I appreciated that they had the plexiglass to protect their employees and to protect me, but it's also annoying because you can't hear for crap. Like, you're – yeah, I mean, the casino is loud to begin with, but now they've got thick glass between you and the dealer – Sure. And you're trying to ask a question, and they're like, and you're like, what? Like, you, you can't hear them. Like, it's terrible. Um, but Just I appreciate how it. bad it is for all of the 90 year old people oh. that like to go gambling. Well, then they need to go to the South Point because there was no plexiglass there. And. <laughs> <laughs> they uh they just they were taking like uh like a Lysol wipe and every time someone would get up they would Lysol wipe a chair and like that was their method of uh PPE at the Classy. South Point. Yeah. So hey, to each their own. Um but no, if you were playing uh blackjack or poker or um gosh, why am I blanking on like the, the game with the dice? Craps. Uh, there was just plexiglass everywhere in the MGM properties. And then at the South Point, uh, there was none of it. Thursday, we got up there. It was really dead. Friday, a bit busier. Saturday felt like old times up there. I felt yeah. fine the whole time. The casinos were very vigilant about making people wear masks. That's good. If you weren't like actively sipping on a beverage, you better have that mask on. Um it was it was good. I mean, it was, I would say, about 80% of normal. I went to the Neon Museum. That was the one new place I went that I'd never been before. Nice. I threw some, some photos up. If you want to check out my Instagram, you can go see some Neon Graveyard photos. Coolio. Yeah, they were neat. I had a good time. Expensive, Sounds like a good trip, it. buddy. It was a great trip. I, You know me. I'm a Vegas four or five times a year kind of guy. I love going. And I will be going back again soon. Sounds good, man. Well, I think that uh, that just about does it, huh? I, I'm, out of, I, I'm out of shit. I believe it does. You know, uh, yeah, you got to save some stuff for uh, that podcast that you don't want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we're supposed to record one of those today, too. I don't even know. Good. I'll be listening to your non-Patreon episodes. And maybe one of these days I'll I'll kick over, what is it, like five bucks a month? Five bucks, yeah. See, that's that's not too pricey. That's well worth it. No, no I, I think it's I, we're gonna we're gonna do uh, weekly bonus episodes, no. and then we're gonna do uh, all of the all of the like interview like sp- guest episodes that we do. You could get the video versions of them on the Patreon. So there's it's, it's I think it's worth the five bucks. Well, I loved episode one. You guys talking about Frogger and how it's becoming a game show, and then. Episode two, correct me if I'm wrong, but you guys like launched into like Pizza Hut and Mo had some wacky pizza den or something. That's right. out, out yeah, in... yeah, yeah. She went to some like weird third rate Pizza Hut. <laughs> exactly. <spot. laughs> that still yeah. exists, apparently. It's so, yeah, dude. Just the way out there and like sketchy ass Mesa. But you guys are great. I love listening to you too. And uh, I, hey, I am telling all of the out of the hat listeners right now if you enjoy Rob, and uh, you've probably heard Mo if you're driving around out here. 
and uh, or if you used to, uh, you know, dig the morning radio, and you two are great together. So I well, suggest listening. You, okay. Yeah, it's up wherever you get podcasting. podcasts. Yeah, I uh, I I want to at some point bring up with you baseball cards. I don't think we've talked about those at all. I think you I think you did because you you to, you started collecting them again, right? Yeah, I'm I'm back into my sports card bs yep yeah i think we mentioned it we could definitely talk about it on on did you uh, ever collect at all um i know you were a real sporto growing up yeah not not in like a very serious way but yeah i mean i would collect cards of like certain players that Mm -hmm. i enjoyed you know i would have like a handful of like basketball and like hockey cards but i never took it like that serious or anything one other suggestion for the nostalgia, and I, I don't yeah. know that you guys would get into this because, again, it gets into sports, and I have no idea on Mo's interest level, and I know yours is minimal these days. Yeah. But did you know Disney Plus brought back the Mighty Ducks series? We did. We, we did an entire episode on the Mighty Ducks, and yeah, we talked about is it. Is that on the, uh, the, the... No, no, no. That one's on the regular... Has it dropped Apple yet? Podcasting. Yeah, yeah. It's It was the second episode we did. Really? So, Why do I not recall that? Maybe I don't know. I maybe I, maybe I don't know. Just, maybe I was uh, fake stoned when that went on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we did talk about it. So uh, I, I, I started. I, it, I started watching it today. I stopped it to race down here to do this with you. It's kind of it, amusing. There's a kid who makes a joke about having a podcast body at one point, and I laughed. <laughs> That was in the trailer. I did see that. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I, it's it's cute. Yeah, sure. No, look, it's cool. It's introducing another generation to the Mighty Ducks. I'm all for it. A hundred percent. Yeah. All right, we're talking about you know random things that are not food at this point. So I we'll have to have up. you. We'll do. We'll have to have you come on the uh, Nostalgia at some point, and we could talk uh, baseball cards and whatever else you want to talk about. If you guys want to have me, I would be honored. All right, buddy. We'll definitely do it. Buddy, you have a great afternoon. If you do tape with Mo, I've never met her, but uh, give her a hello. I'm a big fan of her work, and uh, you know that I love your stuff as well. Thank you, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. All right. He's Rob Petrello. I'm Joe Huizinga, and we're two guys who like or in some cases love to eat. See you, pal.